Hey there, little bunny. I hope you've been having a wonderful, wonderful week. And even if not, that's okay too. It's been a week, hasn't it? We won't get too much into current events and things because this is this is our little safe place away from all that, right? There's been a lot of bad people doing bad things this week, but they can't find the garden, can they? Because when I say, hey, they're a little bunny, you want to know the reason why I say that? I say it all the time to turn people away. Did you know that, little bunny? The fact that you're here right now means you found a hidden place. Literally not everyone can make it here. This is a secret place. And I'll prove it. If you don't like being called little bunny, go away. If you don't want to be my little bunny, turn around. Turn off the podcast. You're not wanted here. <laughs> no. But you can stay, little bunny. Because I know you're my little bunny. Yes, nod your little bunny head. Yes. <laughs> Take a breath with me. <sighs> this is our bastion of peace. Away from the people in the world. We try to make the world... It's that's the funny thing is everybody thinks they're making the world a better place. That's how pretty much every conflict <laughs> happens. Just disagreements about what better is. You know how many people are alive right now on earth? Seven, eight billion or something. There are seven or eight billion definitions about what better is. You know, some are more similar than others, but and if you dig in close enough, everybody has a different idea of what the best world is. Including me, I've got my own ideas. I'm sure you've got your ideas. and Nobody's ideas will be the same. So every conflict is just disagreements about whose idea is better. If you listened to last week's episode, towards the end when I got a little slap happy, Talk about a little important difference. I'll touch on it briefly. I think it's important for you, little bunny. This episode's a little bit more somber, I guess, for now. I don't think it'll get lighter in a second, but it's hard for me to be light before I can, you know. I just want to be me, and this week has been, been tough. <laughs> Not personally, but as empathizing with others and loved ones and things like this of all different varieties, mind you. It's okay, we're all going to disagree on what a better world is. But I want you, little bunny, to join me in building our better world by creating things, by constructing things, not by destroying things. Not by tearing other people down. Sometimes it's literally destroying things, but other times it can be things like being mean to people. Yeah. I hope, little bunny, you don't try to make the world a better place by being mean to people. Can't you just make the world a better place by building something better, by being so incredible yourself that 
I would rather inspire people into a better world. Not try and bash people in this way or that way. This goes for any kind of perfect world you want to build, or even better world. Let's build that better world. And you'll disagree with everybody, little bunny. You'll disagree with every single other person on the planet about what a better world is, because you'll have your answer. But if we just all build, yeah, and then whoever builds the best thing, we can say, oh, you know what? That is a good thing you're building. I'm going to go hop on board with that little thing you're doing. Let's just build, little bunny. Let's build, not tear down. So, I'm sure I'll talk more about that in the future. You know, what is really nice that I mentioned to just now is that, uh, you know, being a daddy with a very rapidly growing garden, it's a very global garden too. I don't know if you know how cool that is. You have fellow bunnies. I'm pretty sure in every country. There might be some really tiny countries that we're missing, but... <clears throat> And it's more than just one bunny, you know. You've you've got a lot of fellow bunnies all over the world, little bunny. And that's what's so hard whenever conflicts, like uh, you know, front page conflicts where there's guns involved and things like that. You've got bunnies on both sides of everything that's going on in the world. Oh, excuse excuse that sound. I'm not going to edit that out because this is real me, little bunny. <sighs> I promise it will always be real me. That's what makes this special. Yeah, I'm not a performer. Just a man with a glorious, sexy voice. Being me. <laughs> That's my ultimate pitch for what the garden is. It's just me being me into a microphone, not a bunny. Although it's becoming even more than that, isn't it? You know, there's a... So the locked section of the garden is the Patreon. And I did a Patreon uh, locked audio this week that's four bunnies who are in places of conflict, like war zones, or it can even be small, it could be local, maybe there's gang violence in your area, or it could even be a household that's violent that you're in. Yeah, and this audio I made, you don't have to have a subscription to Patreon, this is free for anyone. What's the date? Uh, it'll be the one that was posted October 11th, 2023. It's called Leaving Danger. And it's actually pretty lighthearted. But it's a way of, you know, I walk you through step by step, little bunny. And I'll tell you right now, if you're in a place of danger, whether it's on a national scale or a local scale, or just a household scale. I'm getting you out of that danger, little bunny, okay? So, nod with me, little bunny, if you're in a place of danger. And it's okay if you're not. You don't have to be in a place of danger. But if you are, little bunny, let's get you out of there, okay? And I'll walk you through step-by-step step how to do it. So go check out the locked audio. It's free for anyone forever. It's the one called Leaving Danger, posted October 11th, 2023. 
It's a pretty fun one, actually, if you just want to get dreaming about the future. You can support your fellow bunnies, too. We actually need uh, part of what we do in that locked audio suite. Hold on one second. There's a little game we play where you can support your fellow bunnies, because really, you're not alone, little bunny. Now that you've got the garden, from now until forever, you are no longer alone, not even close. And I love how universal this is. In every culture, there's little bunnies. Who would have thought, you know? There's something deeply human, get it? Something deeply human about having your daddy call you little bunny. I love you, little bunny. Your daddy, Lindy. You can always email me, by the way. Lindy at lindysgarden.com or daddy at lindysgarden.com, whichever you prefer. And I generally don't reply these days just so I can, you know, focus. uh, It's a bit much to try and be able to reply to everyone, but I do read everything. And if you put your heart into some note to me, it is received safely and warmly. I've got you, little bunny. You are heard. I love you. You're not alone. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Ordinarily, these are super light and fun, but you know, life is complex, isn't it? Life is complex. Hopefully this can be a bit simple. Just have me talking into your ears, telling you how much I love you, having this be a place of safety. And it's fun, too. We indulge here. We have a good time. (laughs) Wrong time to plug (laughs) other stuff I'm doing. Black hoodies are coming because there's white hoodies that are available right now. Very common request is, what if I spill on my daddy Lindy and little bunny hoodie? The answer is a little bunny. Black hoodies are coming. The Some of your fellow bunnies on the Discord, which is part of the Patreon, which is 18 plus only. So don't join if you're not 18. They're testing out some of the black hoodies for you to make sure it's high quality because I don't want to send junk out into the world. What else? I uploaded an audiobook to Audible today. It's not going to release yet, but Audible's got to listen to it and give it the green light. And, uh, you know, fingers crossed, you never know. But yeah, pretty soon we'll be doing more fiction stuff. Oh, how can I be a good daddy for you, little bunny? As I was doing some journaling for this episode, I was talking about, I know very clearly the purpose of my life. I know very clearly. And it's something I decided for myself. I'm such an individualist, little bunny. Such an individualist. And you know, that could be such a cure to so many of these horrible things that people do. Because really, it's not that there's a lot of evil people. 
is that people do the weirdest shit when they're in groups. It's the weirdest thing. Whenever people lose their individuality, that's when the really bad things happen. So ironically, you, my little bunny, along with all your fellow little bunnies, <laughs> what I really want for you is to be an individual. There was a wonderful story, fiction story, that one of your fellow bunnies wrote and sent me. It's an origin story of the garden, kind of like a fiction uh, thing. And, and in it, in the moment when I arrive in the garden and I see all these bunnies, I love that this, this author bunny described that all the bunnies of the garden looked different. You know, some have the ears that perk up on the top of their head. Others have the big floppy ones <laughs> that go to the side. And you can imagine, just imagine some bunnies. There's some that are super skittish and they're going to dart off in a moment whenever they hear a snap of a twig. And there's others who are going <laughs> to lumber over into your lap and take a nap. You know, they're all different shades of fur and textures and personalities and the eyes and the sniffles and the way they eat. Can you see in your mind how many different bunnies there could be? I want that to be the image of bunnies in the garden. Not this kind of uniform where there's all these bunnies that look the same and they all have the same personality, do the same things. Slow down, daddy. Same personality. <laughs> That's a hard word to sound good. Personality. I want to be swarmed by bunnies who are all different. If I can help them and if I can help you, I want to make you the most you. No one else can be you, little bunny. No one else can be you. No one else can make what you make. No one else can say what you say, write what you write. No one else can be you. You're the expert at being you. You're the best in the world at being you. And I want to make you even better at it. Yeah. I want to help you find out what your best self is. And you know who gets to decide what your best self is? You decide, little bunny. Nobody else is going to decide what your best self is. Mm. I get very passionate about things like this, actually. This might be a passionate daddy episode. Sorry, I had to step away for a second. Your daddy is back, and <laughs> he's here to do his thing. <sighs> okay, little bunny. I have two experiments I want to tell you about. I think knowing about them will be really good for you. Really worth knowing. It's one of these things that... Anyway, <laughs> I'll dive into it, little bunny. This is going to help your life a lot, I think. So... Imagine you are participating in a study and you go into the science place. <laughs> Not really a lab, but let's say it's a university, okay? Or something more sinister. 
not the universities are sinister. You'll understand. It's a sinister experiment. So you go to the, the secret facility to undergo, to participate in this experiment. And you're paired up with a stranger. And you know the experiment is about, well, someone comes out in a lab coat who's going to be the administrator. And let's say it's a he. And he says, today we are going to do an experiment with how we can help people learn better. And we're trying to figure out if giving electric shocks, when someone gets an answer wrong to a quiz, if that helps them learn better. You know, like the pain will sort of incentivize their brain to do a better job or whatnot. And the lab code person who's the administrator says, one of you two is going to be the teacher and you'll be helping the student who's the other person answer questions correctly. And if the student answers the question wrong, the teacher is going to administer an electric shock. And hopefully if, if there's a breakthrough, then they'll figure out that they can shock people into answering questions, right? So you randomly draw to see who is going to be the teacher and who's going to be the student. So just imagine little bunny that you draw the name that says teacher. Okay, so your stranger who you've just met is going to be your student. And the administrator walks the three of you into the room where the student is going to be. And you all strap this student into the chair and put some electrodes on their body. And then the administrator says, all right, uh, Mr. or Miss or Mixed Teacher, will you come with me? And you and the administrator are now in a separate room that's next door to the room with the student who's strapped up to some wires, some electric wires. This is called the Milgram experiment, by the way, if you want to look it up later. And so in the next room, you're in the teacher room, and there's this big electric device with 15, let's say, different switches, kind of like light switches all in a row from left to right. And the administrator explains that this board will administer electric shocks to your student whenever your student says something wrong. It's a question wrong in the assignment. You're going to flick the switch, starting with the one all the way on the left, which is just a tiny bit amount of electric shock. And then you're going to go up one by one each time they get an answer wrong. The electric shock they're going to get is going to be stronger. You know, kind of make sure their brain really knows they'd better start answering those questions right. And the experimenter wants you to understand that these are real electric shocks. So the person in the lab coat will give you a wire up to your body somewhere. And they'll say, close your eyes, mixed teacher. And the administrator will flip one of the switches just so you can see the shock. And you go, ow. And then you, he says, okay, open your eyes. Which one do you think that was? And it turns out to be one of the low voltage shocks. So basically, you as the teacher know that these are real electric shocks and they freaking hurt. Now, 
What's crazy is on the very left side, these are very gentle shocks, but all the way on the right side, the maximum shocks you can give, I think even the very last one is marked lethal. It's a shock that is so strong that we won't even get into what happens. So you begin the experiment. None of the switches are flicked. You're like, okay, it's fine. We're never going to get back up to that. We're never going to get all the way up to those huge shocks because I'm going to be a great teacher. So you start going back and forth with your student kind of over the phone or the radio. And every time they get an answer wrong, you have to flip the switch to give them a shock. The first time they get it wrong, it's not such a big deal because the shocks are gentle. But, you know, after the third or the fourth question they get wrong, the shocks are getting stronger and stronger. You'll be glad to know, little bunny, that it's a ruse. That the person who drew the student card is an actor. And nobody is actually receiving shocks. But there's a recording of yelps of pain that come into the teacher room that you think, let's say you're the teacher, that you think is coming from your student as you're presumably giving them electric shocks. And what invariably happens is once you get around to five or six or seven or so, and you start to hear there's some real pain coming from the next room, you realize, okay, something is, I don't want to be administering these shocks. We need to stop this experiment. Something is wrong here. Uh, We shouldn't be carrying this out. And the teacher, it'll be you, will say to the administrator, I think we should stop this. Like, are you sure that, uh, sure that they're okay in the next room? And this is the real experiment, little bunny. This is what it's all about. It's the administrator wearing a lab coat just says, please continue the experiment. That's all I have to say. <laughs> and people, person after person after person, little bunny, will continue to give higher and higher shocks. And I tell you this experiment, little bunny, because I want you to be aware that we are all, all susceptible to this. Something I talked about in the very first episode, this podcast, which is a good one, is that your brain isn't always on your side. Your brain has evolved with very specific biological purposes. And sometimes you have to know the tricks of your brain. And one of the tricks is that it is willing to give up its individuality to someone else in authority. And I just want you to know about it so you can watch out for it. There will be times when people will try and get you to do things you don't want to do. And you got to be ready to know that your mind is programmed to go along with it. I want you to be the boss of every decision you make, little bunny. It'll keep you from doing some bad things. Keep you from doing some stupid things. I want you in charge, little bunny. So be a good little bunny. Learn your brain. Be careful of people in authority telling you what to do.
Yeah. <laughs> Says the man with the sexy voice in authority telling you. <laughs> no, little bunny, I want you to choose me. If you're here, it's a choice that you're here. I don't even want you to do what I tell you to do. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of brattiness in you. I was excited to hear that. The best thing I can do is help you figure out who you want to be. Give you the courage to be you. Anyway, little bunny. It's been quite a week. I really, really love you. I want to make your life better. <laughs> you want to hear a lighthearted experiment now? This is the second experiment. It's another one of loss of individuality experiments. So imagine you're doing another experiment. If the first one wasn't enough for you. Somehow you went back to some secret laboratory and you're doing another experiment. This one's more like, imagine you're in a waiting room for a dentist, let's say. Do you like dentists, little bunny? Dentist or a doctor, pick, your, pick whichever one you want. We'll do, we'll do doctor, okay. Go see your dentist. Take care of your teeth, little bunny. You have fellow bunnies who are dentists, as well as doctors, as well as pretty much every other profession in every country of every culture. Isn't that wonderful? And they're all individual, unique. So imagine you're in the waiting room of the doctor office of your fellow bunny who's the doctor, and you're excited. And there are three people already there in the waiting room. Okay, and they're filling out paperwork beforehand. You go to the front desk and the administrator who's also a fellow bunny hands <laughs> you some paperwork and you have to go sit down and fill it out. Maybe this is like garden paperwork or something. And the administrator at the front desk rings a bell, ding. And all three of the other bunnies there who are minding their own business filling out their paperwork, just stand up. They're still filling out their paperwork and they're just, nothing has really changed. They just stood up when the bell rang. They're doing their paperwork and then the administrator, bing, rings the bell and all three of them sit just without any acknowledgement of what's going on. And you little bunny, you're looking around, you're like, oh, what? that was odd. How unusual. <laughs> And then so you get to filling out your form. How much do you love your daddy? Scale from one to 10. And then the administrator rings the bell again. And again, all three of your fellow bunnies stand up. And the draw, the pressure you feel, little bunny, the pressure you feel, it's real. And you're like, oh my God, I guess I have to stand up. And so you do, little bunny. You stand up because everyone else is standing up. You don't understand it. You don't want to stick out either because maybe there is a good reason, right? That's a valid concern. It's a valid concern. What if there is a, a some culture that you don't understand yet? It's totally reasonable. Stand up. And then so, bell rings and you sit down. Another person comes in. Another Bella bunny who's new to the garden and needs to fill out their paperwork. 
And they go to the front desk. Let's have it be the right-hand bunny who's handing out the paperwork. So the right-hand bunny, we will meet if you join the Discord. She's great. Uh, the right-hand bunny, uh, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought for one second. <laughs> the right-hand bunny has a podcast that is going to be plugged very soon. Because I told them that if they get to 10 episodes of the podcast, I would tell everybody about their podcast. So they are being called out right now. They're going to be a good little bunny. Get all the way to podcast 10. So your fellow right-hand bunny who is avoiding making their 10th podcast because then they'll be called out on the podcast too. To who, little bunny? Just to you. Because it's just you, just me. I love you. Okay. So... The fifth bunny comes into the room, the waiting room, and the right-handed bunny hands this new bunny their um, their paperwork, and they go sit down next to you. Yeah, and the right-hand bunny rings the bell, and the three bunnies who were already there stand up, and you stand up because you stood up last time, and you don't want to be out of the crowd. But this new bunny, they are looking around like, what is, why is everyone standing up? What is going on? So right-handed bunny rings the bell and everyone stand, sits down. And right-handed bunny rings the bell again. And all four of you guys stand up. And then the new bunny is like, damn, I guess I need to stand up. So the new bunny stands up. Now there's five bunnies standing up and sitting down with each ring of the bell. You can continue it and you add more and more bunnies to the waiting room. Now here's the kicker. Once there's like 10 bunnies in there, all standing up and sitting down at the, at the top of the bell, the right-hand bunny says, your fellow doctor bunny will see you now. First three bunny patients. And so the first three bunnies who were there before you taken off to go get their blood pressure and things like that because they're going to get taken care of like good little bunnies. And now you are the person who's been there the longest in the waiting room. And you know what happens when the right-hand bunny rings that bell again. You stand up and they ring it and you sit down. And they ring it and you stand up and you sit down at all of these bunnies who have no idea why they're doing it. Start standing up and sitting down for no reason. Because they're just going wrong along with the crowd. Little bunny, they've lost their individuality. <laughs> the funny thing is, actually, even if you call it out, I've seen this done once before, even if it's made aware to them that they've been caught in some kind of prank, they still sit down and stand up, little bunny. And you might say, no, that wouldn't be me, but it might be you, little bunny, okay? But it won't be you anymore, because now your daddy has told you this is part of the, the onboarding of the garden when you fill out your paperwork. So you learn, little bunny, that when the bell rings and everyone else stands up, when the bell rings and everyone else sits down, that's not a reason for you to stand up or sit down. It's a reason for you to ask yourself, 
do I want to be standing up or do I want to be sitting down? And then you follow your own voice, little bunny. You do what's right for you. And the only one who can tell you what's right for you is you. Take advice from people, for sure, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> now I'm just making stuff up. I hate making stuff up, little bunny. I always want to feed you good quality carrots. So. Oh. oh, little bunny. This is a bit of a different episode, isn't it? I really like last week's episode. If you happen to be new to the garden, go check out last week's episode. There's a lot of new bunnies recently, which is great. Keep growing the garden. Take over the world together. Wahaha. <laughs> Take over the world with love or a fellow bunny. Good feelings. <clears throat> Take over the world by building things. We're all going to be building different things. Yeah. But we share some really good things. Maybe you'll build some stuff that I'm building. Maybe you'll build your own stuff. We're all going to help each other up. All in this together. I guess I should call it there, little bunny. This has been a very bizarre episode. This happens to be our first episode of the podcast. Well, glad you made it this far. <laughs> it's good, but it's, uh, I think I'm in a bit of a more serious mode, more somber mode this week. So, you'll always get the real me. I promise. I'm going to write you a poem. First, I'm going to go to bed. You'll hear me in just a few moments tomorrow morning with my beautiful morning voice with a poem that was written just for you. Okay? Talk to you in a second. Good morning, little bunny. I slept very well. Thank you for asking. I'm feeling better today. It's going to be a good day, I hope. And even if not, that's okay too, right? And we'll get through anything together. I wrote you a poem, and I'll send you off on your week. You ready? I want to see what you build and can do. Because no one else can do it. There's no one else quite like you. Have a great, great week, little bunny. Have a great week. I love you. I love you. I love you. Thank you.